today's episode with um, the fact that Alicia's had the flu. Okay, this will air in, a, it's, so a few weeks ago, right? <laughs> so Alicia's had the flu, right? And part of me was like, you know, cause I'm a Jewish mother, so I enjoy taking care of her. And I was like, oh, she really likes me. You know, when I was leaving to go to work, she's like, oh, when are you gonna be back? Now I just want to fucking strangle her. Okay, mm, it's mm. so annoying. She's so annoying. Mm-hmm. Too much need. It's no. It's just that you know we have like we're closing on the house. We're doing all this stuff. Do you understand? This is what she says to me this morning. Do you understand? This can all blow up in our face. I'm like, <laughs> I- I'm trying. I'm tr- I'm like I'm trying to get ready. I I'm like reading about our guest. I'm doing my shit. Do you understand this? And it's like I everything is like a hundred. 50,000. Good and thing it, you're buying a house together. Whatever. It's my house that we're now. She's, you know. Okay. Um, also, I did mention that um, Hennessy got a new watch, and I thought it was like a, you know, what am I, you know, what what are they called? The iPhone watches? It's a smart watch, but it's not okay. made by Apple. Here's what I have to say about that. I'm really annoyed at the commercials. Like, I was going to die, but I had my smart watch. Okay. <laughs> I have not seen this. I just want to see a 12, a 3, a 6, and a 9, and two hands, and maybe a second. Like, that's how I like, I like a clock. You, you know? like a clock on your wrist. Yeah, I like a clock. I usually wear, today I'm going to the gym right after this, so I have my, you know, what's your heart rate situation. Mm-hmm. But I prefer the face of a clock. I enjoy the clock face as well. I don't like, all right. Anyway, I'm very excited about today's guest. When we've been trying to get this guest for a while. Oh my god, like a long time. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, there's really no introduction uh, for this person. I mean, yeah, not one that would probably that would that would do her any justice. For sure. Um, I think. Should we just end the show now? Bye now. Good night, everyone. Thanks for coming. Um, <laughs> I think the word. The word brave, and that doesn't do it. Okay, mm-hmm. the word, you know, true, true, uh, truth. I would say truth. Um, Kindness. Well, con- yes. May Legendary. May suggest- yes, go, so there's some ge- suggestions Certainly, from yeah. the guest who we've not introduced yet. Go sure. ahead. Go ahead. Cute. Oh, super oh, cute. Oh, adorable. Right? Okay, okay that's, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what's important. Yeah, super cute. Um, and badass. But just an icon, but a leader, uh, I don't know, someone who really makes you think uh, and has broken down barriers and is fearless and, you know, thank God for her. That's all I have to say. Thank Mm. God we have your voice. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only. Kate Bornstein is here! Woo! 
Um, Kate, thank you for being here. Uh, my great pleasure. I, I mean, Kate, I don't even know where the fuck to start. Um, <laughs> because there's so much to talk about. Um, I did call our mutual friend Malaga, who's one of my best friends. I don't know if you knew that. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, we're like, you know, our kids, this is how, all right, I'll tell you the Malaga story. So when I uh, went to adopt my first son, Henry, because my ex had Henry, and then we had to do the second parent adoption thing. Oh, who's actually calling me right now? And I guarantee you it's for money. We have to, we always take calls from Henry. Hold on. Hi, what? I'm just saying what's up. Oh, all right. I'm doing my uh, podcast right now. Oh, all right. I can't sleep. I was up at 5 a.m. I drove these freshmen to the airport. Oh, are you at the airport? No, I drove them into the airport at 5 a.m. Oh, and then are you going to Florida? Yeah, on Saturday morning. Oh, all right. Do you still want money? Um, yeah. <laughs> all right. All right, I'll call you after. Are you live on the podcast? Yeah, of course. So, Ben... That's not Ben, it's Henry. Oh, sup, Hen? Hey, Henry. <laughs> that's What's Kate, and, and and that's Hennessy, but not Kate, more Hi, Ryan. Henry. And that's Seth. All right. All right, I gotta, hey. all right, love you. You too. All right, bye. You just got to one-up me on the deepness, huh, Seth? Oh, God. Anyway. Uh, I wasn't thinking about that. <laughs> so Malaga, let's go back to my Malaga story. So we both, our court dates for adoption were the same day. So we got to the um, courthouse and there was Malaga and Lucy and Orion, their daughter, and um, me and Sharon and Henry. And I remember Sharon saying, oh my God, those women, they didn't even put shoes on um, on their baby. Cause you know, Sharon was all about whatever the f- fucking baby was wearing, you know? Dirty hippies. Um, and not, they can't walk. They were like right, eight months right, old, right. but they didn't have shoes on. Mm, that's ridiculous. So uh, I was like, oh my God, who cares? So then we enroll Henry in this daycare, you know, cause we didn't want to parent him. So, uh, <laughs> and every, I'm dropping him off. And every day I, I see this woman who was one of the moms of Orion that we had met, seen at the courthouse and the kid had no shoes. All right. And I see her on the corner, and eventually, a few months later, Orion is going to the same daycare with Henry. Wow. And we become really good friends, and uh, and um, she reminds me, because I knew I knew her from somewhere, but I didn't remember it was from the uh, courthouse, right? And so she goes, you know, we saw we adopted on the same day. I said, oh yeah, that's right. And she said, yeah. And the first thing the judge said to us was, how come your kid has no shoes on? <laughs> no. Yes. Jesus. Bidding, bing. All right, anyway, so Kate Bornstein, you, I mean, if anyone, what a life. <laughs> you have the greatest life. Um, you are the child of uh, Jews, Russian and Dutch. Are there Dutch Jews? Yeah, there are Dutch Jews. Not a lot. No, just my grandfather. <laughs> really? He, <laughs> he was, was the only, only one. one. Wow. Now, did they escape uh, from persecution? On my father's side, they did. Right. Yep. Mm. It's a very common story with the Jews. I don't know if you knew that. 
But they they escaped because they were. I found this out much later. They were fans of the czar. No, they, I swear to God, they had a department store. They were they were trying to they were raking in the money, right? And they were going, yeah, fucking Jews, and they were Jews, and, right? And they were Uncle Tom wow. Jews. So you they had to leave. So you come by your um, oppositional defiance disorder. Honestly, <laughs> yeah, that's what I say that my son has oppositional because everything I fucking say to him, he's like, no, that's not right. No, no. <laughs> anyway, so you come, you come from a family of, you know, uh, go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I yeah. like that. Yeah. Okay. Go fuck yourself, people. And uh, like me, you were uh, born and bred in New Jersey. Where in New Jersey were you? Oh, please, it's so embarrassing, Clark. Have you heard of Clark? I have. It's not right by heard Cranford of- and Westfield and Rawway. Yeah, because the prison okay. was there. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, so that's where I grew up, and um, yeah, and then I got out of there as soon as I could. Uh, did you like growing up in New Jersey? No, it was horrible. I didn't like growing up. Period. Yeah, no, it's very hard. It's very all right. I don't have so to do that anymore. Growing yeah. up, how are you feeling? Uh, do you feel, uh, you know, that you don't fit in? That you, uh, were you first of all, were you bar mitzvahed? I was bar mitzvah. Yeah. Yes. That's amazing. Today I am a man, and it right. didn't work. Right. And that's when I started to doubt religion. Really? I was expecting it to work. You mm. were you were thinking you yeah, would become... Really, you know, but sure. it's really not... Uh, a, it's not about becoming a man. I mean, we've had... I've had this discussion with my rabbi and, and when my kids got bar mitzvah, but it's really about that whatever you interpret or whatever you have to say, it's is valid at that point. It's not about like it's, you know. it's a, yeah, you're an adult, you're respected. Right. But that, we didn't we didn't parse it that well when right. I was growing up. This was back in the, you know, the late 50s or right. early 60s and things weren't as subtle as that. It was what kind okay, of, you're a kid, now you're a man. Right. And it was just that. And was it a what kind of was it conservative, orthodox? Conservative. Right. And so everything was in Hebrew and right. I had to memorize it. Yeah, I know. Really? I, I can read Hebrew. I have no idea what I'm saying. Are you I the can, same way? Uh, no, I can't read it. Oh. I can memorize it and yeah. speak it well. Right. I can read it. it when it has the dots. You know those yeah, little with helper the helper dots. The yeah, vowels. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, okay, so your bar mitzvah. Now, are you in high school? I, you know, I had a terrible time in high school. So, uh, were you popular? Were you, you know, were you? Uh, generally, was it a normal, quote unquote, Jewish family in New Jersey, with you know the usual angst, or were you a tortured soul? Yes, tortured. Both. Yeah. Um, I started out at Asbury Park High School. Oh, my God. For yeah. Eighth and ninth grades. Right. I was so bullied and so p- picked on. Right. My same. parents yeah. uh, pulled me out of that and sent me to an all boys prep school. No way. Where? Pennington, New Jersey. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where I actually came into my own. Right. And was able because. I was the little Jew, right. and I liked to study. I right. liked to do a good job with right. words, and I liked to write. Right. Um, and that was acknowledged and rewarded in those days. They still beat me up because I was the fat Jew. Right. But at do, least do, I had do, people do you on have my any fr- side. Any friends from that period of time? I do. I have really? a dear friend in Philadelphia 
and we're still in touch. Really? Yep, I love Simon. that. He's, he's this old lefty attorney. I love Ron Simon. Another yeah. Jew. Exactly. See, we stick together. Right. We used to go, you, used, you were able to either go to uh, Friday night services or Sunday church. You had right. to pick one. And we would go to Friday night services right. and we would have a bus that right. would take all the Jews. There were maybe 40 of us. Right. And Ron is the guy who bribed the bus driver to take us to get pizza instead of oh, that's going awesome. to synagogue. Yeah, yeah, go Ron. I love that. And none of the out. none of the annoying <laughs> Jews t- told on you. One must have. Yeah, one fucking must asshole. Have because, he has yeah, no friends. Well. What a Judas. Um, mm. Now, that's so interesting. So you told your parents knew you were being tortured and. In high in school, yeah, but they didn't know why, and right. um, you know, I think I think it was because I I was smart and fat, right? Mm-hmm. That's what they thought. That's what I thought, right? Um, I was very good at being a guy, right? And, you know, a guy. Well, as good as a Jew can be, right. a guy, right? You know, like you <laughs> yeah, try Seth. out for sports, and all you do is fall down. Yeah, <laughs> Seth, Seth, were Seth you into sports? I wrestled in high school. Yeah, I right. wrestled in high school. What weight did you wrestle? Uh, senior year, I was one forty-five. Ah. I was unlimited. And, what? Ooh, what and, if, and I thought, hey, I'm a big guy. Right, I right, can right. do this. I got pinned so fucking fast. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And then I learned anorexia. Right. And I got down to like 177 in oh, a wow. month. Wow. And I was so weak from my anorexia, I got pinned again. Oh, God. But I wouldn't recommend about how I looked. Don't recommend wrestling. My neck's been screwed up ever since. What about mm. the ear thing where they pull on no, your ear and then no, you, you have. Wear, you wear headgear. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you've seen wrestling ear. Cauliflower ear. Yeah, cauliflower yeah. ear. My father had a cauliflower ear for really? wrestling. Yes. Really? Mm-hmm. So you're from a line of Jewish wrestlers. I, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Wait. Um, <laughs> and, okay, so just so you know, to defy that, uh, my son, my younger son, Ben, is going to play college basketball, and he's a Jew. Um, wow. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, okay, so you... Um, you're as I just you know I knew I was gay you know I think I, I just had this conversation with Carol Leifer yesterday um because she she was on the podcast and um she was saying how you know I just wanted to have an affair with a woman and then I kissed her and I was like oh I'm gay you know like I am growing up I'm th- three when I think wait I'm diff. there's something different you know <laughs> And then I'm like, I got a child. I want. I don't want hair. I want. I. I want you to call me Robert. <laughs> I, I had. I mean, I was. I got my hair chopped off. Um, I wanted to only wear boys' clothes. I. <laughs> you were way more masculine than I was. Oh yeah, as a kid. I was. And um, when was this? And my cousins would always make fun of me. I don't know. In the '60s, when I was, 60s, you know, five. Okay six years old you know i was born in 62 so and then um i made them call me ringo and they still make fun of me um (laughs) and uh and i was aware that i there was something right didn't know what it was knew it was something of course and then adolescence came and i was like oh and you know of course it wasn't a good time for the gays um Mm. Did you know gender-wise, like, what did you think? What were you thinking during that, those, you know, formative years? Was it a gender issue? Was it a sexuality issue? What, like, what was going on in your in your head? It was totally a gender issue. Yeah. And, I mean, in kindergarten, 
uh, my first day of school, they lined us up as boys and girls. Right. And I'd, I'd always been the baby, right. the little one, you know, at, at home. And so I looked and I looked at both lines oh and the boys were pushing and shoving and right. forcing around. And I thought, no. Right. And the girls were pretty. Right. And I, okay. And I went over there and this teacher gave me this terrible look. Right. Oh, no, dear, that's the line for the little girls. Right, right. And then I said, okay, then I'm a girl. Right. And she gave me a worse look. And from that day, I went, okay, you can't say that. Right. That's nothing you can say. Right. And yeah, the signals, you know, the messages. And what was worse, you're talking about sexuality. As I came into sexuality, I've always been attracted to women. That proves I'm not a girl. Right, I'm right, just, right. I'm just so messed up. Right. <laughs> There's no word for right. me. Right. Right. You didn't and know you were a big old dyke. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> and, and they're, you know, it, it's not like they were role models, right, you know? Right, right, um, no. Yeah, that's so interesting. Because I wanted to play with the boy. I had no desire. I was like, I want to mow the lawn. I want to, <laughs> like, this is all I wanted to do. I wanted to do any boy, like, I had, I had cars with the, you know, I had no, I had no interest in dolls or anything. Ugh. Okay, so... Um, you go, do you go right to college or you, yeah, from, you go from, to Brown from, from prep school? I went to college. right to Brown. Yeah. I don't know if anyone's heard of Brown, uh, Brown. Hey, no, 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 no. But I went to Brown. Yeah. It was, it was just a playboy school. It really? It was all drinking and this was the sixties. So it got into drugs. Right. And I was almost expelled twice right. for conduct unbecoming a Brown University gentleman. Really? And yeah. what, what was the conduct? Can that. we hear the conduct? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I got stoned a lot and uh -huh. drunk a lot, and mm -hmm. I must have thrown up on the, the dean's office door. I don't right. know. Wow. Wow, that is unbecoming, Kate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and what are your parents at this point? Like, do they... I think got, you're a problem child. Like, what are they? Have you shared any of your feelings with them? Oh, goodness, no. Right, of no, course no, not. No, 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 right. Because I couldn't, there were no words for right, what I right, was. Right, Because, again, I loved women. Mm -hmm. I mean, this was amazing. Right. You know, and, and being a guy, you could do that. Right. Um, I got into Brown on a pre-med basis. Right. And my first day, they showed me. Yeah. That's the Jew bell. Oh, but good. Anything, right. re anything remotely Jewish, we ring the bell. Oh, well, Pre-med. Right. All right. Okay, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> and then, you know, I met with the, the counselor. These are your courses you're going to take. Right. This calculus, that calculus, these statistics. And I'm going, oh, no. Right. Oh, no, no, no. And I dropped out of pre-med and just went into, like, liberal arts, right, it was right. called. Mm -hmm. And my father was furious. Oh, wow. You know, and my brother is, way to break your break your father's heart, Al. My name was Al. Right. Don't, hey, don't you remember? Right. They called me Al. <laughs> and, and for four years, basically what I did was theater. I just, oh, I, I love that. that. And then... That my really senior broke his heart. year, yeah. I played King Lear. My father came. He cried. He nice. said, you have my blessing. Oh, my God. I ah, love that story. Yeah, Thinking, yeah, yeah. what about your brother? What about him? Is he alive? No, no. He passed some years back. And did, were you on good terms? We were on fabulous terms. Oh, all he right. was my big brother. Oh, he, all right. you know, he watched out for me. All right, good. And, and until I came out. And then we were not on such good terms. Wow, we're going to get to that in yeah. just a few moments, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, everyone, you know, 
one of my favorite things in life, if not my most favorite thing in life, which, yeah, it's arguably my most favorite thing in life besides my kids, and is food and eating. Eating is my favorite activity. And eating is better and easier with Factor. Factor, I'm telling you, I tried their stuff. It is delicious. It is great. It is high quality. And they are, when I say ready to eat meals, they're ready to eat in two minutes. They're not frozen. They're never frozen. They're chef crafted, dietitian approved, and literally you heat them for two minutes. Every week you have over 35 options to choose from. They have calorie smart, protein plus, keto. I just did chef's choice. 60 or more add-ons that you can stay fueled up. They had these juice shots that were incredible. These are restaurant quality meals that are ready to heat and eat when you are ready to eat. That's it. And they're really good. Elisa loved them too. There's no prep. There's no mess. I've tried a lot of these different kinds of meals. Factor is amazing and so convenient. It's so great to get home from a long day of like schlepping around and knowing you have this delicious meal waiting for you in the refrigerator that takes two minutes to heat up. And you can pause, you can reschedule your deliveries at any time. It is a great solution for those nights and days that you're looking for fast, great, delicious options with no cooking required. Okay? And factor is less expensive than takeout. So what are you going to do? Because I'm telling you, you have to believe me, I never lie, factor is amazing. You're going to head to Factor Meals, F-A-C-T-O-R-M-E-A-L-S, dot com slash Judy Gold 50, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D 50, five zero, okay? Judy Gold 50. And use code J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D 50, Judy Gold 50, to get 50% off. That's code Judy Gold 50 at factormeals.com slash Judy Gold 50 and get 50% off. It's worth it. You're welcome. Um, okay, so you graduate Brown, <laughs> and, and then where do you go? Scholarship to Brandeis uh, um, acting program. Yep, exactly. Yes. Right. Jew, Jew, Jew. Right. And did my first year at Brandeis, mm-hmm. um, where I was <laughs> uh, called up for the draft. Wow. Managed to duck the draft with a great acting. Bone Spurs? <laughs> Oh, God, that was funny. Yeah, no, go ahead. No, 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 no. Yeah. That's, that's when I told right. them I'm really a woman. Right. And this is son of the army doesn't want you. Right. And, and they uh, still don't. No, they don't. <laughs> um, how, just, you know, on a tangent, watching MASH, did you watch MASH? Of course. The character, what, whatever, uh, her, oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. How did that, I mean, I remember watching that and thinking there's something not right about like there's something mocky mm-hmm. about this. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? The and there's Clinger. Clinger, yeah. yeah. Um Ring the bell. Oh yeah, sorry. Uh how did that I mean, were you happy there was a guy dressed as a woman? Not you at know? all. Okay. No, no, because the only opportunities back then Mm-hmm. Were you were a man in a dress like Klinger, right? 
or you were um, a member of Andy Warhol's factory. Right. Oh, I love and, yeah. I know, right? But that meant, you know, you were completely into drugs and you were going to die any minute. Right. And you had no money and you were living on the street. Right. So I looked at both of those and I said, I don't want either of those, but yeah. those were the only options. So yeah. is that when you joined Scientology or? Well, yeah, on my, you know, after my first year of graduate school, and I realized, you know, I'm going to have to be auditioning for shit. And, and right. I knew I, I was a good actor. I was getting, you know, lead roles that second year students should have. Right. And but I could make people laugh. I could make right. people cry. It was really good. But I wanted to save the world. It was, right. it was hippie days, right? And so I went off. I, I, I set off in my, my little Volkswagen camper and mm -hmm. went across country and stopped in at the Amish to see if they were saving the world, right. the Baha'i, mm -hmm. uh, and then oh. finally Scientology. And Scientology, I gotta say, made sense. <laughs> Their notion that, okay, you are not your body, mm -hmm. right. you're not your mind, right. you don't have a soul, you are an immortal soul. Right. And I went, oh, okay. Uh, they called it a Thetan. Mm -hmm. Right. And from the Greek letter Theta. It's very yeah. Buddhist uh, sounding okay. at first. At first. And I said, well, are there male Thetans and female Thetans? And I said, no, of course not. Mm. And I went, ah. Here, here, that's I, what, yeah. Yeah, here I am. Mm -hmm. Here I am. And I stayed there. And when it didn't work on me, I just kept my mouth shut. I said, oh, it must be because I'm such a bad fucking person. Right. And if I just stay here and help them clear the planet, right. next lifetime I can be born female. Oh, God. So oh, God. were there any big celebs that were there when you were there? Yeah, but we, don't, we were never allowed to be in touch with them. They were, John Travolta right. uh, would come down to Florida Right, and we were all kept away. He would walk in like areas oh, God. where none of us were allowed. Right, yeah. Uh, when's he coming out of the closet? I don't know. He's probably you know bisexual or pansexual, and then you know he's probably very happy in his marriage and, and whatever. You're too side. nice. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. So you are there for twelve years, which now. Can we talk about your Jewish parents and you can we do the phone call of you calling your parents to tell them you're you've joined Scientology? Not only did I join Scientology, mom and dad, but I'm going to go where, to some place where I can't tell you where I am. I'm going to be on a ship uh, somewhere in the world and I'll write to you when I can. Oh, my God, I can't. <laughs> What's going on? Oh my God! What are you doing? Kate, you're gonna you're, kill your father. You're, you're gonna your kill your father. You're gonna kill your father. <laughs> you're killing your mother. Oh my God! You know he has high blood pressure. What are you doing to us? Okay. And then after that, you went on a ship. I went on a ship, and I became first mate on the ship. Wow! And you know, I. I, I <laughs> and so this was like a three hundred and seventy foot ocean-going yacht. It wow. Was a big, big fucking deal. Right. And then I fucked up there, and I went back down to the deck force. Then I started doing promotion for Scientology. Then I became a salesman. Yeah. 
so did you while you're doing this are you dressing in women's clothing are you when in, i was in a, your... when i was a salesman they would send me out on tour right and when i was on tour i would be in hotel rooms mm -hmm. and i would go buy myself some cheap women's clothing right and dress up in in the hotel rooms and throw it away before i came back yep. wow Ooh. that's yep. sad yep. But you, so you just just for a few hours to yeah, be who you exactly. are. Okay. That's why I loved theater as a kid. Yes. I could be cast as a boy and just for a couple hours I got to yeah. relax in my skin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. All about you, Hennessy. Mm, all, all about, about me. You. I played Honey in Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf now. back in college. Oh, oh it was great. You're perfect <laughs> for Honey. That's oh, amazing. God. Okay. So you quit Scientology. Why? I found out. Uh, it's, it's a long story. Basically, I found out that all the money that I was making, and I was making upwards of fifty to a hundred thousand dollars my office a week. Wow! And that's a lot of money at that time. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And this was in Europe. I was uh, touring around in Europe, and we had to deposit the money in a Swiss bank, and. We were depositing it into an account that had nothing to do with L. Ron Hubbard because right. we didn't, you know, we knew that he wasn't making any money off of this except royalties for his books. Right. And I walked into the bank one one week and I deposited the money, and they said, "Excuse me, the bank president wants to see you." I'm like, "Oh shit!" And I walked into the bank president's office, and this old Swiss banker gets up from behind his desk, comes around, says. Ex Mr. L. Ron Hubbard, it's such a pleasure oh to meet God. you at long last. You've been such a good... And I'm going, uh-oh, ding, ding, ding. Right. Someone has set up the old man. Right. So I called and I said, this is... this is." I called back to the base in Florida. I said, this is what's going on. And, and they said, come home, we'll debrief you. I came home. They put me on one of these e-meters and said, how long have you been a spy for a suppressive organization? Oh, my God. This went on for seven hours. They were looking for my evil deeds they didn't find any evil deeds finally they said okay you've got a choice we're going to assign you to the rehabilitation project force you will sleep five hours a night on a cement floor you will eat only leftovers oh off people's plates you have to run everywhere you can only talk to other on, 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 on. Yeah. or we will excommunicate you and you'll have no hope for the rest of eternity i'll go fuck yourself that's what i basically yeah, said fucking I'm, piece I, I of shit i wasn't using those words then oh, i just right. said excommunicate me right which was hard because yeah, I, had a, I had a wife and a daughter now yeah. that's what i was so did you, you met your wife at in scientology yeah yeah. And um, how long were you married, and how old was your daughter when this happened? Well, I had, was married twice in Scientology. Um, my, my first wife and I had our daughter, and we divorced. And then um, my second wife and I were, the, were together, I think, three, four years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And did you share with the, your wives your gender issues? No, no, that was a bad thing. Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was a very bad. Still, you were a trying very to overcome that. thing. And there again, there was nothing to point to in the culture that was positive right, right, right. about fucking around with gender. Right, yeah. it was like Jerry Springer and Ricky Lake. Guess the. I mean, this was yeah. I guess, that was it. Guess the real girl. Yeah, guess, that, yeah right. that was it. Okay, so you leave. Um, do you emotionally go into 
a tailspin or depression or anything like that. Because, I I mean, you're, it's like, I mean, I can't even imagine. Life as you know it. You're, you're, I mean, I, as a parent, you know, and I know that you have not seen your child. I mean, it must be just heart-wrenching. Yeah. I mean, I just can't even. So I dove into vodka. I dove into cocaine. Uh-huh. Uh, I dove back into theater. Right. Um, theater is just theater. the greatest. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of vodka and cocaine blood. there, too. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and I did, you know, The Girl's Father and the Fantastics. Right. And then I met up with my high school sweetheart. And... She proposed, and I said yes. And I told her what was going on, and she said, no, no, no. You're just a Jewish mama's boy. That's what your problem is. Right. You want to be your mother. <laughs> right. I will help you cure this. Was she Jewish? Of course. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Just... <laughs> Were the other two Jewish? No. Right. Okay. Wow. wow. Yeah. You know, there are so many. <clears throat> like, I have a lot of straight guy friends. And they're married with kids. And they're so gay. Do you know what I mean? Like, they're so gay. And part of me is like, you're so fucking gay, but you're married. I I don't know. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, these really effeminate... Are are their wives usually... uh, um, No. Do they wear the pants, so to speak? Are they more masculine? I feel that masculinity and femininity balances itself out you know, pretty well. And when you've got one partner that's a little more one way, no matter yeah. what gender they are, the other partner's a little more the other way. I just feel like some of these guys, it's so, I don't know. I just, I think it's this, I can't be who I am hmm. because I, you know, I want to be accepted by society. I want to be accepted in my synagogue, you know, like that whole thing. Yeah, and it's just right. annoying to me. All right. Okay, so you go back into theater. You go back, at, you know, you're coping. You're doing your coping. I got into AA, and I right. stopped drinking. I stopped doing drugs. Right. And I had to deal with this gender issue head on. Right. Mm-hmm. And how old are you at this point? Well, now, what was I, 34, 35? Okay, you're young. There. Yeah. <laughs> yes, very young. Yeah. And then my father died. Right. And all of a sudden, I didn't have to be the good son. Right. You didn't feel that with your mother as much as your father? No. My mother and I had a wonderful mother-son Jewish relationship. You know, mother and son. It was perfect. It was just delightful. Right. And about a year after my father died, I came out um, to my wife. I came out to my mom and haven't looked back now when your mother can we do the conversation of you coming out to your mother as you wish uh yes yes al what do you want (laughs) well um you know my back is killing me i just want i need you to take me to the uh, Uh, doctor mom do you know what a transsexual is and she says transvestite transvestite and i said no 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 mama transvestite wants to wear women's clothing me Uh i want to be a real woman and get the operation and immediately was you know why why Why, how can you do this i have two sons i have two sons what am i going to tell everyone what am i going to tell the bridge club (laughs) what am i going to tell the masha oh my god and then i have a sisterhood meeting next week what am i gonna oh my god all right and she ends up saying basically 
you know, if you go through with this, if you really go through with this, don't bother coming back because you're not welcome here. Oh, boy. Oh, God. Another, Another thing, she knife said, in what the What are you going to call yourself? I said, uh, Catherine. Catherine. If I have to call you Catherine, you can call me Mrs. Bornstein. And I drove back to Philadelphia from the Jersey Shore. Right. And we didn't talk for a good seven months. And finally, there was a terrible hurricane right around the High Holy Days. And I called to see if my mom was safe. Right. She, she, and she, fine, I'm safe. How are you doing, Albert? And by this time, I was had started my transition. Right. I said, I, it's, it's hard. You know, people at work are giving me a hard time. And she says, oh, you think you're having a hard time now? Wait till you are a woman. Mm. Oh, I love that. Mom, I can't can't talk anymore. And I I was crying. Right. Hung up. Hung up on my mom. Mm. But do you think. Ten minutes later. Yeah. She calls back. I pick up. I go, hello. She goes, Catherine. Oh. Oh, mom. She says, look, 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 look. I, I I love you. Of course I love you. I called to tell you this. No matter how your world falls apart. That's what happens, baby. You build the world, it falls apart. But no matter how that happens, you've always got the kind heart you were born with, and that's what's important. And I love you. I'll always be here for you, Catherine. Oh, my God, that makes me want to cry. I know, right? Good, good Kudos. Woman. What was her good name? Woman. Mildred. Kudos, Mildred. Yeah. And Catherine, Work because you wanted Mildred. to be Catherine Hepburn as a child. <laughs> right. Is that true? She wanted that. to be Audrey Hepburn. Oh, I heard it was Catherine. I oh. wanted to be Audrey Hepburn. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Audrey was fucking. Right. Oh, my God. I wanted to bang Audrey Hepburn. Yeah, I wanted both. Okay, you don't say too. bang and Audrey Hepburn in the same sentence. She would love it. Whatever. What are you talking about, Seth? I didn't say anything. I just made an ill face. Shut up. <laughs> um, okay, that is a beautiful story. I love I love Mildred Mildred yeah, Bornstein. We love Mildred. Um, she was a lady. So that must have been when you heard her say, "Catherine" for the first time. Must have been like a, so much dropped as much dropped right. off my shoulders then as dropped off my shoulders when my father died. Right. And then my mother and I had we had been had this wonderful young son Jewish right. mother relationship. Right. And now we have. Adult daughter Jewish right. mother relationship. So we had the and best that of is, both yeah. worlds. I wouldn't great. say that's the best. The well, adult daughter we did. mother. We no. did kind of. I'm just. I'm, that's <laughs> just about me. Okay, <laughs> so such a mama's girl. Shut up. All right, whatever. Um, okay, so you transition, and where are you working at this time? Philadelphia. Doing. I was at the Philadelphia Theater Center, and I was at the Painted Bride Art Center. Right. I was doing theater. Right. And only administration, because I knew no one would ever cast a freak like me. Right. So. Now, you're you're doing this. I mean, the majority of people in your situation at the time did nothing or hit it or drank themselves to death or whatever. You know, I mean, you're really doing it you know you're it was a class thing 
Um, there were a lot of people who were going through their transitions early, right. and they were going into drag. They were street fairies. Mm-hmm. Um, they were homeless. Right. Um, so I could have done that. But right. I. It was a class thing. I right. Was middle class. Right. Firmly, that was in my head. Right. Um, but no, the the most people did exactly what you right. said. Just hit it and. Bit the the bullet and went on living or killed themselves. Right. So you transition Um, fully. Like I'm saying everything. Yeah. Head to name change, birth certificate, everything done. Yep. 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 License. um, Schmeckle. Yeah. Uh, Did you get a Hebrew name? A a female Hebrew name? No. I'm gonna give you that. What can what can be um, her? Uh, all right, I'll think about that. Okay. Chedva. <laughs> Chedva. All right, so. Hate. Hate. No, that sounds like hate. It sounds too much like yeah. hate. Chaim. Chaim. Um, so you are now living as Catherine. Yep. Correct? Kate. Kate, okay. Um... What happened? I mean, do you get in a relate? Where do you hang out? Like, where do you go to gay bars? I went to do you gay. Go- I went to gay AA. Right. And was hanging out there. Did you um, feel any sort of like, what? No, I'm gay. You're something completely different from the gay community. Yeah, that was. I was the transsexual. Right. In Philadelphia, gay AA. Right. But I started hanging out with lesbians right. in AA. Right. Started dating, had a girlfriend. Right. Had a couple of girlfriends. And then this one woman I was so madly in love with moved to San Francisco. I, in the meantime, uh, had co-founded a theater company. In Philadelphia, we, right? Yeah, yeah. Called Order Before Midnight. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were doing last summer at Bluefish Cove, right. and that blew up. And because I was transsexual, right. what are you doing? There's, right. a, there's a man in the lesbian theater company. Oh God! Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I said, "Fuck it! I'm leaving Philadelphia, and I moved to San Francisco right. to be with." This girlfriend that I right. was in love with, she, however, had moved on. So there I am. I got I got a job working with On Our Backs. Oh, mm. nice! Which was a wonderful That's a great magazine. Dyke magazine, mm. yeah. pro sex, right. lots, lots of naked ladies in it. Right, yeah. it was terrific. And I was their sales manager for about a year or so. Wow! Um, and so you must have met a lot of chicks in that job. Hey, hey, hey! But again, uh, you know, I just settling in, and I got into theater there, um, and I did. Uh, Jean Genet's The Balcony, and I played the judge, right. the woman judge. Mm. And that's where I met Doris Fish. Mm-hmm. She was like the premier drag queen right. uh, of San Francisco, and she became my drag mom. She took me under her oh. wing, and that was lovely. And you were in a community where you were much more accepted than, you know. I mean, San Francisco, don't well, you think? I got in. I got into the BDSM dyke scene. Right. And nope, nope, you're a man. Right. Except for Patrick, then Pat Califia, uh, had set up a, a renegade dyke SM scene, and I was accepted in there. Oh, uh, that's that good. Was, that was cool. Yeah. Are you in t- contact with your mother at this point? Oh, my 
my mom passed along. Oh. Yep, yep, yep. Bye, Mildred. Bye, I love bye, you. Mildred. And but your brother is done with you at this point. Yeah, you murdered my brother. Uh-huh. We finally got back in touch. We we loved each other. We right, just, of we, course. We just didn't like each other right. very much. Right. So, you know, we overcame that. And Did he end up getting married and having children? Oh, and, of course. And are you close with the children? Or? No. No. Okay, you're going to have to. I'm not close with any blood family. Okay, well, then that's why we have our families. Yeah. You yeah. Know? yeah. It's just people don't understand that. You know, the, the I think people, straight people, mostly like Seth, you know, you don't understand <laughs> that we had to create our own families and feel as close and as, you know, connected as we do for, you know. Yes. All right. So um, when do you feel like, you know, here you are, you're living your life, you're you're surviving, right? Do you need to take that? No, I need to cancel it. It's going buzz, buzz, buzz. Oh, so I hate these fucking phones. Okay. And now I... Do you have, um, wait, do you have, can I charge my phone anywhere? Because I forgot to bring my charger and I have to leave. All right, later. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so you're living your life and you're, as a woman, um, and you, when do you feel that you started becoming an activist and, um, you know, getting beyond, okay, I need to take care of myself and be who I am because you really are a voice and a, you know, for, I mean, people just, you know, your words and your, uh, and your messages are, are huge in the community. Um, and, and you are such a role. I mean, you really was it was it an accidental thing that you became an activist or were you just like I, I gotta I gotta save the world here like how did it come about I don't call myself an activist um, I'm not good at that right that, that means you know going out on the front lines talking right. to people right and I'm not good at that right I call myself an artist in service to activism right that's and good I like that's that that's what I can do right I wrote a play hidden agenda yes um, and people liked that play and that led me to writing a book right and people liked the book right and that led me to touring around in colleges right and I started settling in with a career in words. Right. Uh, because no one was writing plays about trans people. If you wanted to play a trans person in a play, you had to write the play. Right. That was it. That's right. changing today. Right. And, you know, people would come up to me and, you know, hey, hey, why don't you just try out for regular? Would you want to play, you know, a, a transsexual in every play? And I'm thinking to myself, yeah, why not? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. What's wrong with yeah. that? I am one. Right. And but there weren't any, so I just kind of gave that up. So, okay. I have so many questions for you. First of all, uh that what? Well, now you're getting more auditions, right? For I'm plays more and auditions. things. Yeah. And I can't 
I oh no I know yeah, but um, no I'm just saying <clears throat> Kate and I now are going out for the same roles <laughs> no <way. laughs> which we is are. hilarious that we is so we funny we, we, for a few different shows right. there's a now. couple of shows now really yeah. yep. Yep. but we're also um, finding each other in more reading rooms and things like that and um, it's it's an honor to go out for the same roles that you're up for but it's also uh, just so much fun to be able to um, you know I'm I'm meeting so much more of the family now you know right. because there are more roles and things like that yeah right. like you, you sit out the, outside the audition room and here are these you know like a whole slew of old trans women and you go right. hi how yeah. are you right. hey yeah. it's so wonderful it very cool I love very that cool. yeah don't forget to tune in next week to Just Kill Me Now. Um, or, let's just kill me. Oh. Don't forget to turn uh, for part two on Just Kill Me. No, it's not. It's <laughs> just, just Kill Me. Now. No, Judy Gold's Just Kill Me. Just kill me now. Just kill me now. <laughs>